0: Welcome along, folks, to the Michael Muro Show. Hope you're all doing well out there whenever you're listening to this. Folks, if you know anything about me, one of the things you will know is that I like the Beano. Uh, Around Christmas time, I was talking about how I picked up the Christmas special, and I was talking about the Beano annuals and all kinds of stuff like that. Well, in 2022, I sat down with Ned Hartley to talk about the Beano. Ned writes... For Banana Man and Billy Whiz, two characters that I loved as a kid. So it was a great thrill for me to sit down and chat with Ned about everything to do with the Beano. Folks, without further ado, here is my chat with Ned Hartley from 2022. When did you start writing Banana Man?
1: I started writing him about three years ago. Um, I'd spoken to John the editor of Beano a couple times about other things. And then basically... And so uh, John Anderson, editor the editor of the Beano, and um, I online I'd created this superhero called Punchface, who's a superhero who punched people in the face. Uh, it's very know. complicated. I know, it's a very really difficult concept. People's mm-hmm. intergraph, it was very good. Um, yeah. So and I've been putting those online and doing kind of ridiculous superhero comics, um, just yep. because it made me laugh. And yeah. I would kind of... Got various of my friends to to draw them because I'm I'm a terrible artist. I can I can I can write. I cannot draw. Yeah. They ask various friends to draw them draw them for me, and I kind of commissioned various people to draw them. So I'd got about four comics worth of those together, but in kind of very short, you know, short short comics, like you know, two mm-hmm. or three pages at a time, or one or two pages at a time. And just kind of like spoof satire, silly superhero comics, where is? Yeah. I mean, the whole point is he just punched people in the face. It's
0: not, yeah. it's not. Um, I mean, one punch man did pretty well. And that's his whole thing, you know.
1: Exactly. This is, this was yeah. this was my argument. Um, but punch faces a lot is a lot less complicated than that he just thumps people and everyone is a kind of vague pastiche of a different part of, of kind of comics so there was yeah. like a sergeant punch face comic which was kind of world war ii ones and then punches on infinite faces which is kind of crisis yes. so lots of lots of different things and um, it, it, was, it was great I, mean, I just did it because i really enjoyed it and it yeah. was me and my friend well exactly and i put them all online. And yep. yeah, they literally been. I got in touch. I said, you know, I think you'd be from these I've seen. I think you'd be a good fit to write Banana
0: Man. Yeah, it sounds it's, like a perfect match. is
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's. I mean, punch is something that I started doing uh, years ago. I used to work for Titan Comics years ago, and it was yep. just something that that we did as like a three panel gag strip at the back sometimes we do them okay. and then uh so, so in fact it was, it was we we did a little kind of three panel strip about the people that worked in titan and the joke mm-hmm. was that my favorite comic was called cool punch face and then we thought well oh, actually let's start drawing it and then me and my friend andrew james stopped drawing it but then i had lots of other people doing it yeah. um and it's yeah it's just good fun to do so, so it kind of came from there and it was obviously yeah. a huge honor to be asked to write you know banana man for the beat yeah. because- yeah, I've been reading it since I was a kid and I absolutely loved it. And I, you know, as part of research, I went to my parents' house and dug all the old annuals out of the spare room and kind of looked at those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was three years ago, and it's been fantastic since. I've just been just been mm-hmm. absolutely loving doing it.
0: We should say as well, Ned, you didn't just um it wasn't that you were just as you say, you were working at Titan Comics and you've written for stuff like Star Wars and yeah. I mean the list is if you've a long list. You've you've worked for nearly no, yeah, every, every like uh, yeah. UK comic, 2018. Really
1: yeah, it's great. it's great. So I started off. Well, basically, my career started that I,
0: I when I kind of when I was um in my
1: early twenties, I realised that I needed a proper job, but no one would hire me. So um I went and started working in like a local comic shop. Yep. which was, well, I went to work at Forbidden Planet, which was the kind of the big comic shop in Sharnsbury Avenue because um, I knew that I really wanted to work in comics. I wanted to work in magazines. And I knew that Titan owned Forbidden Planet. And I, I love working. I'd actually recommend to anyone to work in a comic shop. It was brilliant fun. Made lots of great friends. I, I, I met my wife there. It was really, really Aww. good fun. But yeah. Um, so, uh, But then after working there for a few years, I then went to work at, at, for Titan. So I started off uh i think my, my first job was doing a letter column on buffy the vampire slayer magazine oh cool uh, which is which is great fun i mean you've got some very intense people writing to you but it, yeah in a very nice very kind of inclusive way and then so f- and then I, I went i worked on a kind of star wars magazine star trek magazine mm-hmm. and then i became i think the first comic i ever edited was spongebob squarepants and i know um, i know a lot about the way because spongebob is not is not symmetrical i know a lot about how the little dots work on the spongebob but like spent years circling them and I send them back and then yeah. i did um wallace and gromit comic which is brilliant which i absolutely love doing yeah that I kind of commissioned and uh, I got to work with some really great writers and artists, got to work with Simon Furman who's at, who did Transformers when I was a kid and I just absolutely mm. loved his work uh, and they did uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I got uh, John McCrea to do me a strip for that which was uh, which was, again, dream come true so I got to work with a lot of really, really good people for those yeah. Um and then I'm trying to think what else I did I, then, I did the, the Batman Legends as well so I kind of worked, there's many reprints. but I got to kind of work on those ones
0: yeah. and see Oh yeah, I know what I mean yeah so i mean again
1: it's it's, it was you know i've been very lucky that that i kind of started working at at titan at a time that kind of comic they were doing a lot of comics and Mm. i worked for my senior editor steve white had been used to work at marvel uk he had a lot of kind of experience in this so we really we had a really we had a really great time launching a lot of different titles and really kind of creating good stuff and um you know I, i did wrestling i did wwe wrestling which is which is great fun um you've and really of, uh, you've
0: gone into all the stuff that anyone that's read comics would go yeah Gee, i love wrestling i love star wars star trek wallace and gramas banana man you know yeah, you've, I, you've had your hands in all the the pies that's the phrase i, knew- I don't think it is but anyway
1: I'm trying to work out if there's anything that I loved when I was a kid that I haven't worked on since. Yeah. I think I think it's pretty much everything that I've you know Transformers because when I was yep. doing work on that Star Wars, which I then came back to later on when I went to work for Eggmont. Um, mm-hmm. Both of I don't think I've done He Man because it's not been a He Man reboot. So if they do do this big mm-hmm. He Man reboot, I'm gonna. There, try there
0: and- is a the the new show so i'm sure someone's exactly. gonna have a comic yeah well
1: you know i'm i'm obviously got my eye on that <laughs> yeah there we go but, um and then of what i was doing i was writing a lot as well so i kind mm-hmm. of i did i wrote for wallace as well for us i started working on it and then i've been kind of writing star wars annuals doing i did because kind of dr hubix and then um yeah. since then i mean i still i still work and then i could work Do so you
0: just books. say pushed or dr who and it's like I hang know. on <laughs> there's another like big massive franchise
1: it's great for it's I mean it's I've been really lucky like I say it's been yeah. really it's really good fun to work on these ones. Yeah. Um and I think the fact that I kind of got a background in licensed publishing uh is great because it, you kind of the we always used to say that it's are playing with someone else's toys that yeah. you know you can have really great fun doing it but you have to realize that you've got to kind of put the toys back in the box yeah. afterwards that you've yeah. got to be respectful of of what you're doing with these characters. Mm-hmm um which is you know which, which has been great which is a great fun to do but then I think because I've kind of been doing that quite a lot I've kind of got that that knowledge now of how far you can take kind of stuff mm-hmm. with, you know with that as well yeah um and then since then I've I mean for my day job I work for Penguin Random House as a committing editor so I work on the preschool books there so I also do I do a huge amount of pepper Pig ones as well which is great because I've got oh. two kids and you know it's great having a focus group of them. They really love it. Yeah, uh, Pepper does incredibly well. And having spent years watching Pepper, <laughs> with my two kids, I'm you don't realize how much encyclopedic knowledge you have. Of yeah. as an as as a parent. Um, but also part of my job as well is kind of going out and finding different properties to work on um for you know different to bring in for lady but because i work for ladybird books kind of different properties to bring in so you kind of go gives different licensing fairs oh, cool that. um which which is great fun but all, you know is as well as that i'm a writer so i write but i'm a man i've done yep. a couple of books for for marvel which is we did there's a couple of like, like a character encyclopedia like a big history oh. of marvel comics yeah which great fun doing um i'm trying to think of anything else that i've that i've worked oh i did a really nice um Biography of a kind of graphic novel biography of Albert Einstein a couple of years ago. Oh, lovely. Which is, which is great fun because I had I did it with an artist called Tom Humberstone. He's lovely. Yeah. We don't really understand because we want it to be something that's. You know, readers of all ages can understand. Yeah, well, not all. It's obviously like you know, it's a six-year-old for the three. Yeah, years, no, no, no. like yeah school
0: kids, school kids, <laughs> exactly.
1: So yeah. we kind of look at it. I mean, because a lot of my work that I've done has been writing for kids. So I've, you yeah. have to gain quite awareness of like the difference between what a ten-year-old can understand, or what an eight-year-old can understand, and what yeah. a six-year-old. So this is kind of like nine plus. um yeah. But yeah, you don't really understand something so you have to explain it to an artist who's got to draw something that a nine-year-old can understand. So we had a, had a really good fun time doing that.
0: I was just going to ask you, actually, in that writing for children's comics and stuff like that, I suppose maybe what some people who maybe submit writing and stuff like that might misunderstand would be that um, it had to be extremely simplistic for kids to get like um, all the different characters in Transformers mm. or Star Wars or anything... Well, kids like complexity, don't they, really, in, in yeah, characters, I, you know? I, I mean, they like very silly stuff as well, too, obviously. But, you know, yeah. what I mean? they're like, uh, yeah.
1: I think there's a difference between simple storytelling and being simplistic.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, totally.
1: And I, th- I think you can be quite reductive and simplistic and just have very basic storytelling. But actually, as long as you're very clear about where a story is going and yeah. you don't and you know, a huge part of that. One of the reasons I love working in comics is because it's a collaborative process. That you're working mm-hmm. with the, with the. Sometimes you're working with a, you know, you're working with a penciler, you're working with an ink you're working with a colorist, you're working with, you work with a letterer, you're working the great, you know, and an editor obviously. You're working with yes. a huge team of people to create comics I absolutely love it and when that works well it's you know it's it's everyone when everyone's far or so this it's brilliant because you're telling yep. these stories and they can be quite complex stories but if everyone has got yeah. kind of storytelling you can do really quite complex stories in a really simple and quite emotional way and it's yeah brilliant. oh yeah yeah no I mean I mean one of the things that, we, that I try to do with Banana Man and without getting kind of too pretentious about it yep. is I try and be a little bit different with it and try and yeah. take different ideas and see how far I can push them but in a way that it's not complicated yeah I think you can you can be complex like being complicated you can you can yeah. do quotes different ideas but the same way as long as it's clear where you're going with them you're clear what's happening i think kids can stick with quite a lot and i think most readers can i think i think kids are quite discerning that oh yeah that they, 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 they can they can follow things quite carefully i mean we, yeah. we did this one last year where banana man keeps being shot his disintegration race so the first time he gets shot by it he goes from being a a normal colored out in all colored uh, comic book character just being the black and white inked outline yeah then he gets shot again and it's just the pencils of him and so it's just like the red the blue line pencils that the pencil draw and I'm look with banana man it's Wayne Thompson does all of it he does pencils yeah yeah. and then finally he just gets that with it he becomes the concept so the word head is where his head should be and the word arms where his arms should be the body is where his body would be and you know that's that's quite you know. There's the whole thing is that the bad guy says, "Oh, now you're just the essence of Banana Man." Yeah. And
0: that's
1: a, a complicated. I think I think that's quite a complicated
0: thing. But yeah, yeah.
1: My kids and they got it straight away. And yeah, I think, of course,
0: I think, yeah. Yeah, I I think kids think about that kind of stuff all the time, like on the yeah. basic idea and your what's a word and breaking yeah. things down to us. Small... So if you get like things that are kind of complex for adults, really, to understand, but kids are like, on... "I'm thinking about this all the time, buddy."
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think you know as long as you don't dress it up with like well this is how plato would say it and this is how yeah. you know uh thoreau would say it and this is, yeah. this is uh, you know you, derrida would say it, whatever you you, you yeah. keep it as a quite simple idea within that you, yeah. can, you can take stuff through to quite complicated logical um conclusions which which is yeah. what i really love and i think because comics is a medium that's not really like any other it's 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 the combination of images and words yeah. and it's a really, really personal medium. It's something that you read. You know, you can't. read. It's very hard for you to have a comic read you. You have to kind of. It's just. Yeah. You oh know yeah. The oh. Yeah, and it's, and it's the, the you know the artist spent a lot of time on these you know labouring over it, but it is, it's a very personal connection you get with that, and I think you can use that to tell quite fun personal stories, but also mm-hmm. you, can, you can you can take it what you do to quite different diff, different extremes and do it in a really in a really fun fun way i mean yeah. another thing which i which i kind of try to do sometimes is um look at what's affecting children and kind of because i think comics and to some extent science fiction as well are yeah. a great with new metaphors to kind of address various things and obviously i can't i can't be too preachy i can't go Not. too far with anything with kids, but like there's one where Vladimir's feeling quite sorry for himself, and he's different. He gets that by everything, he always gets that by a bad guy's device because that's going to happen. And like his thoughts become real and they start yelling at him, and that's kind of our way of looking at you know how perhaps kids c- can feel unhappy and kind of how that can manifest itself. And actually, yeah. the way that that problem solved is by him, he. Talks about his problems with the police chief, and it's kind of that's how the that's how you know that's how you solve the kind of problems of of having feeling you know feeling about it's not not, that's the only solution to them, but yeah, we talk about how this this place it kind of works for that, yeah, you know, and I think I think you can you can you can do that with comics in a nice way, and I think as long as you can you can make it absurd and quite fun with it, there's yeah, there's there's a lot of scope that you can kind of go, go with that,
0: yeah, I mean you can you do see sometimes people who are like very heavy handed or whatever with like a message and like, you're going to go, all right, well, that's just lazy writing. We're going this yeah. thing bad. Whereas, you know, if you can do things like that, where you got like, you know, you get hit by a beam and your thoughts, as you say, like get uh, put out and stuff like that. So that's, that's, and kids, I think what's interesting about banana man and what I loved it as a kid mm. was more than Dennis minutes. Cause I was like, Oh, I could, I could know kids like Dennis minutes, but I thought Eric, that could be me. You know, he's mm. not the strongest. He's not the biggest, but he, yeah. he's banana. He transforms into banana, man. And it's like oh, I'd love to be able to do that for, even just for yeah. a few minutes, just to change into this big adult and be able to deal with your problems and fly around the place. Maybe you're a bit of a goof, but that's kind of suiting because you're a 10 year old in the body of an adult. And, you know, yeah. it's kind of good. I think it's brilliant. I, th- I think what comics can do really well. I think what you know, there's a lot of
1: especially superhero. What superhero comics as a genre does very well is a lot of it is about wish fulfilment. Yeah, and a lot of these kind of right from the, from the early days of you know Superman. You know Superman, totally. the first super kind of big superhero. Yep, is you know two slightly scrawny Jewish guys in the 1930s you know talking about who talking about an alien who's been you know taken from his homeland yep. and there's now being transported to america and i think you know there's, mm. there's obviously a real metaphor there and i think what in the uk and and you know what in britain what, and what we can do sometimes quite nicely is we can take these quite straight-faced american ideas mm-hmm. and subvert them slightly and i'm not taking credit for that at all because no. it was, yeah it has been all. around before yeah yeah, yeah, but I th- I think yeah. we are quite in the same way that you know we can take rock and roll and subvert it and do interesting things in the sixties, and I think we can do that with, with a lot of different genres and a lot of different yeah. mediums. I think there's something very interesting the way that Britain looks at America and reflects yeah. different parts of it back, and sometimes it can be quite straight faced, and sometimes it can be just. Yeah. Really fun, and I think again without being too kind of provocative about it, I think Banana Man is a really good example of that because there is, you know, there's Shazam's Captain Marvel, which is a similar idea of a child who then,
0: you know, has
1: incredible powers. And I think, you know, Banana Man, you can you can see roots of Banana Man in there. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You know, but Banana Man's got this great thing that because he doesn't take himself seriously, and this was going to say, yeah. Yeah. There is that great kind of disconnect. I think a lot of the humour in Banana Man comes from the fact that superheroes are so po-faced and take everything so seriously. And even today with these you know, great big superhero films, even yep. the Marvel ones do take themselves quite seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know... Like and... You always
0: kind of think, isn't this a bit weird? Like, this, right. is, this is weird, isn't it? Like, this is a strange, like... Well, he's wearing... a weird scenario. He's, he's got a bright, bright blue outfit and he's wearing his tights. What's going on? And I think <laughs> like no one ever says... Bruce, you know why are you dressed like a giant? Pe- like it is, is exactly. it? Is this something? Is this something going on at home? It is. Why did you? Why yeah. Did you, What's that doing? But I think I
1: mean, I think that is the you know that as yeah. soon as you start thinking that, and because superhero films always have to fight that, because as soon as you start thinking a superhero film, this guy looks like an idiot. Then it yeah. just completely def- deflates that. Yeah. You know, it completely pricks that bubble, and everything kind of falls apart. Yeah, and yeah. you can never, re- you can never really have that back. So I think that's what I think. I have quite fun with Banana Man in this kind of age. There is a renaissance of superhero movies, and there is, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the, the Marvel films, which I absolutely yeah. love. Oh, you know, same here. Just brilliant. Yeah. But and it, even and they they can be quite tongue in cheek sometimes, but they still yeah, yeah. have that thing of, you know, you, you know, Captain America has his square jaw and will stare up into the sunset, and I think. Yeah. You can you can have fun with those traits because those movies can't really do that. And I think there's mm. there are so many kind of acceptable accepted things in the superhero genre that you can you can subvert and have fun with. And I just I just yeah. really loved it. Banana Man is great fun.
0: I think as well the fact that it's bananas and the yeah. fact that it's like such a classic like comedy trope, just slipping out a banana people But it's like yeah. this guy is like of all the fruits, bananas. Right. It's like good. not a a heart, not a pineapple. Man, you go. Oh, it's quite rigid, you know. That's it's got yeah. sharp edges. But a, a, a banana, you could squash I, a banana. I've you been know? thinking about this. For, I
1: don't is. understand why bananas are so funny, but they are. Is, is it the way? Is it because the bright yellow? Is it because they? I think better? it is the they're
0: yellow or something. Yeah. I think just kind of old, yeah. Do you watch Always, always Sunny in Philadelphia?
1: Yeah. There's one bit where Charlie comes out and he's eating a banana and he's he's got like this Nazi outfit on. He's eating a banana, and it's so funny. And I can't work out why it's so funny. It's the it's contrast.
0: So- it's like such. A, yeah. It is. What is it about bananas? It's like you put them with anything. You've ever tried a Tyrannosaurus Rex eating a, a banana. Yeah. say it's, like, it's just funny. I don't know why. It's, just it's
1: funny. I, yeah. I think sometimes you can I mean, with with Combin, you can overanalyze comedy and yeah. It's
0: completely. like it's like why is a fart funny? I don't right. know, but it just is. It's just it's a really? funny thing. We also wanted to ask you though, um, as we just have like 10 minutes left. (laughs) But um, I wanted to get your opinion on where you think this is a big question now. And I wanted to ask earlier on, but we got satire. But um, I wanted to ask you about your opinion about comic uh, printed comics in today's Mm. age and children's printed comics in particular Mm. and magazines in particular with kids and how you think they're doing. Because I think they're doing really well. Well, the, the, I think,
1: definitely. I mean, obviously, I'm slightly biased I for the Beano, but yeah. I also think the Phoenix is doing amazingly as well. I think it's just... I mean, they're, they're both two fantastic comics, especially when, uh, you know, Readership was down about 10 years ago, you know, and they've really, really pulled themselves back up, you know, and the Beano's rising. Uh, and and yeah. because they've got really, you know... Because they're doing really, really well. And they've got... Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get a... Because I worked in magazines for years, Like, I get quite technical about the whole thing, but... um. Mm-hmm the huge success story for kids' magazines has been The Week Genius, which um, I just love. I think it's brilliant. And it's so hard. They write every week, they write really complicated features about very simply. They are about very complicated things in a very simple manner. And I think it's it's much harder to write for, for children sometimes because you've oh, got yeah. to learn stuff really, really, really simply. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter gets it and, you know, she's, she's really up
0: to date with everything. And as you're saying, they're more discerning, whereas an adult would be like, oh, it's okay. because for your kid is like, yeah. No, no, that's not, no, no. I want something better than this. No, exactly. you know, exactly. they're picky, what, like, you know. And what's right great, you
1: absolutely. And what's, what's great in the pandemic is that, well, nothing's great about the pandemic, what's <laughs> great in the last year is that um, people are getting more into subscriptions. So Phoenix, the Beano the Week Junior, they all have fantastic subscription models. So, I mean, I think what, what is great is that you are seeing a renaissance. And what, I mean, what I'd love to see it, you need to return to the way it was, you know 30 years ago you have a whole range of different you know comics and stuff in the east stand and whole, lots of different people drawing you know writing brilliant new stuff but i, yeah. I, I really hope that
0: i can see it that, happening to be honest already i mean like you'd never i see like one thing i always know I never going to a shop kids magazines always kids magazines and they're hmm. always like sold out nearly all the time here like with that like and it's That's one thing I think with a lot of other print media, I don't know how long more it's going to be lasting, but I think kids, magazines and comics, Mm. I think because kids like the physical thing as well. They like to collect stuff. So I think that might be around for a while. Yes, I think it'll be a while before you can kill that off. I mean, there's something a
1: bit of research we did about how kids interact with kind of different media and adults with much more you can if you give them a tablet they might read an article or a phone or i think that whereas if you give like a tablet to a kid they just want to play a game on it like why why do i want to read on this when i can do you know i can play minecraft or whatever or <laughs> roblox or whatever. Yeah. um whereas a comic that's how you that's the only way of interacting with it so that's and again like i was saying before it's a very personal way that you know you interact with it it's just you and the comic it's it's you know you're you're pouring over it and yeah and it's very it's very written for you and i think i i think that's you know because we did did the whole stuff about a whole bit of research about bedtime stories and how when if you if we try reading a Kid a bedtime story from a tablet, they enjoy it much more for the first thirty seconds or minute, and then they just get bored because they want to play games on it. Whereas if you read a, a bedtime story to a kid from uh, from a book, actually they the, the the enjoyment goes much more up. Yeah, over a while. You get the
0: smell now. of the paper as well, and the tactile yeah. something about it's it. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a physical thing, isn't it? it's, yeah. a, it's you know, you're you're interacting with it. It's it's, it's I mean, you know, we. It's, yeah, you, you and I both know it's a lovely thing, and it's really it's it's yeah. it's something yeah. which you kind of stays with you
0: throughout your life. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Ned, I'm gonna to have to let you, well, I'm gonna let you go because I know you're very busy. So sorry, um, I've got another thing. Here, but no, no, that no that I understand. Thank great. you, Ned, for hopping along and chatting with us here. It was a great conversation. Love talking to you, Thank you so much. It's been lovely
1: nice. chatting with
0: you. Well, folks, there we go. That was my chat from 2022 with Ned Hartley. Lovely chatting with him, and lovely listening back to it. There now now folks it, that's about my lot for this week if you haven't done so already please do subscribe to the podcast and when you finish subscribing if you wouldn't mind then also leaving a little racing and review on places like Apple Podcasts helps you out an awful lot and it lets other people find the show as well too so do me a massive favor there by doing that uh, as well did you know that you can now subscribe to the show on YouTube as well. Yes, the show is over there on YouTube, and it's also available there on YouTube Music. So, there we go. It's your spoiled for choice in <laughs> all the ways you can subscribe to the show and leave comments and reviews and all kinds of things. And, you never know, maybe I'll read out one of those on the show sometime in the future. Folks, again, as I say, that's about it for me today. Thank you so much for listening you all have a great uh, time whenever you're listening to this rest of your day and uh, i'll see you again next time this is michael muto your podcast pal bye folks